Hello, how's it going? Hello, Alex. I finally got you on a podcast. <laughs> now you're in my domain. <laughs> I'll never leave alive. <laughs> <laughs> now, Ali, I, I, I met you. It's really odd how I met you because it, uh, was, it was really weird, wasn't it? Was such it? a coincidence because we met at MCM in November. We like, did, and uh, we had a really good chat. Just out, out of coincidence. Yeah. And then um, I first started talking to Shane Chebsey about the, this. About um, a week later, what? About a week later, he goes, I know a guy called Ollie. <laughs> and uh, it's not till I brought you up on Facebook, because I'm, I'm weird like that, uh, that I was like, ah! There's that uh, the idiot now, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, you, you do a lot of the, the Comic-Cons and you go around. I do a, a lot, yeah. Well, what happened, I started writing for Bleeding Cool about five years ago, only because Rich Johnson was getting a call out for anyone in areas that wasn't London to cover comic cons. I started doing MCM, realised I wanted to do more than just cover comic cons, which yeah. is basically just taking photos of cosplayers. Um, <laughs> and then um, got, got into reviewing, started writing for a smaller comic website called ComicCon.com, um, and that's where I've been ever since for the last two years as one of the lead writers there. You've got a real passion for it. You really have, because I, 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 we were having a laugh earlier about... It was one of my first Comic-Cons. I can't remember who it was. Who it was. Um, really, I'm trying to remember, but I'm there. I'm brand new. I've never done this before, and I'm waiting to ask this guest this question, and I'm waiting, and I'm waiting for my gap. You know, the gap in the, in the question. I think it was David Morrissey, wasn't it, out of The Walking Dead? It could have been. Yes, it could have been. And I, and I was like... Uh, and I put my hand up, and then I'll hear this booming voice in the back. Well, actually, did you do the... Uh, I was just like, oh, I <laughs> Yeah, I've got no etiquette. <laughs> so this is my co-host, by the way. This is Shane. Hello, right. Shane. We yeah. met very briefly yesterday, yeah, briefly, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, let's talk about Comic Salopia. Have you been enjoying Comic Salopia? I've loved it. I think what Shane and his whole gang are trying to do here is absolutely spectacular. Um, I think having the balls to throw artists and creators into two shopping centres. I yeah. refuse to call them malls. We're in the UK here. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was an absolutely wonderful idea. Um, and I've heard a lot of positivity from those self-same creators. And what just what a beautiful town it is, Shrewsbury. Really, that's all we've heard. You yeah. know, people yeah. from all walks of life come in and it's like, it's a beautiful town. You know, Frank Quietly was like, I just had, I had a real, I got here early, I had a walk around town. And he's just like, it's, it's really nice, you know. And it's really good for the, the locals to hear because that's what we're all about, the Shrewsbury Biscuit, you know. Definitely. Uh, let's, let's, let's sell the talent. And I think what Shane's, um, he was trying to do was to, and, and Jane McKenzie as well, was to, to bring people into Shrewsbury. And I think they succeeded, you know. Um, we just did our first panel, which was a bit nervy. Um, but you know, I was like, "Who here is from out of town?" And lots of people put their hand Great. up. So success, I say. I think so, and it'll only grow and grow. You see, and it can be tweaked and it can improve. Um, I've been absolutely impressed how Shane and his whole gang have put all of this together, advertised it through social media, yeah. everywhere around Shrewsbury and beyond. Yeah, and I think you know to realise that all of his gang have got full-time jobs as well. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. And I know how much effort he put into it way, way back in September when he had that big boat ride going down the river yeah, yeah. and trying to get people on board. Absolutely stunning. I think I just missed that. I was like, I mean, I was, I was doing Thor's kin, but I, the biscuit wasn't up and running then. So I was like, oh, I just missed it. Dang. Um, so what, was, what, what do you think your highlights have been for this, this, fest, uh, this festival so far? Um, 
certainly Yannick Paquette, I must admit, because I knew it was going to be, obviously watching the Liverpool game last night, I call it the <laughs> Liverpool game, there was no other team there. Ah. Uh, I'd already sort of kind of jokingly said in advance, look, I'm probably going to be drunk the next day. And Truthfully, truthfully, handball or no handball, truthfully. Oh, well, officially, technically, that was a handball, wasn't it? Technically, if you look at the rules, that was handball. It's not my fault he was pointing out. So look at that, look at that. Yeah. You expect more from professional football players. I think I was glad that there was a second goal from Liverpool, really. Just so to that, cancel it out. Yeah, yeah, just so people couldn't complain. But I think... Um, Seeing Yannick Paquette this morning, which should have been an art demo and then wasn't, and then him drawing a piece of artwork. He was sat there next to us, wasn't he? Sat there next to me and then then gifting it to me. Absolutely wonderful. I've been a big fan of his right back from the 90s ABC comics. So although that didn't go across, um, I told him afterwards and, and he's just such a nice guy. I'd met him a couple of times before and, you know, they always say never meet your heroes. Well, I've not yet met someone from the comic book world who hasn't mm. been a really great person and often really modest about their talents. Yeah, yeah. we've, we've, we, I mean, with um, with Declan and um, and with Frank and you know, a lot of people we spoke to, they are they're just kind of like I just do what I do. You I know. know, I'm just um, I don't know Frank a little bit more. So he's kind of like nobody else had that same talent as me. I was in primary school. Well, <laughs> I, I did hear like, that. Yeah. <laughs> But you know what, why can't you be? I mean, my daughter's a very avid artist and she knows she's the best one in her class. And I think there's something to be said for self-promotion because not many people tell you how great you are. I tell myself I'm great every morning. Well, you are. You are. I'm <laughs> loving the blaze. To be fair, there's a lot to be said for that because I mean, there's a lot of problems with mental health and stuff in, in today's world. And like, and yeah, that, I... I, I all for that. Tell yourself every morning in the mirror that you're amazing. You don't, you, you know what you mean? Got you've got to. You've got to. I mean, I've just come out of an educational establishment that I'm not allowed to name, for, literally for legal reasons. But what you see in education as a whole, so I'm not pinning it to one establishment, is that you're constantly being crushed. You're not doing a good job. You're not going to. When you do a good job, right? Okay. What about what you're doing next time? And you're right. Mental health. I'm not surprised. It's it's expanded no. in this country. Yeah. Lots of pressure. Lots of pressure, especially with social media as well, because you've got that. As well as what's going yes, on in yeah. academically, you know, it's. A, I would have hated to have been scored during uh, the uh, the God, social yeah. media days. Yeah, I'm, I'm so glad that Facebook wasn't a thing when I was at school. <laughs> no, no. I think I would, it would definitely have turned me into a bit of a troll on Facebook because yeah. I would have had no, no. Um, so. Uh, I wanted to say something about the emerging talents as well that's that's been here. I've noticed there's, there's lots of up and coming artists here standing there with their portfolios, ready to speak to editors, ready to you know learn off these heroes of the comic book world. You know, um, and I think it's really encouraging, don't you think? Oh, definitely. And I loved the way that they did it outside yesterday when it wasn't raining, and it just felt a little bit more chilled, a little more na- more naturalistic. And then what you had is other creators like Kieran Gillen walking past yeah. and having a little look in and go, actually. Do you mind if I give you a little bit of support on this? You can't buy that, can no, you? No, and no. so I think that's something that Shane will no doubt replicate again if we've got the nice weather last year, next year, sorry. And uh, we just, we just, um, we were speaking to a chap on the stairs. I was like, do you want to come in for a podcast? He goes, actually, no, I'm going to pop in to see Chris across the way because he's, you know, I want to get his advice. I was like, this, yeah. is, your, this is your journey, man. Yeah. <laughs> again, just to link it all together with some of the other um, conversations we've had with some of the other artists and that, um, it's been said several times about the the, the talent and that, that that's about. I mean, I'll say it again. We've said it a few times now on a few of the few of the uh, conversations. But like, um, everybody's success is obviously down to opportunity and and it's down to chance. So like, someone at some point, uh, don't get me wrong, the, the talent is amazing. Mm. But someone at some point has given them uh, open the gates and and given them an in. Yeah, you know, at yeah. some point in their life. And um, and what what I quite like about what's going on here is that. 
not only is you know w- with other comic cons and stuff sometimes you can queue for hours and you get 30 second you know and shaken like you know but quick yeah, selfie yeah. off you go like you know next whereas this is you've got the artist mixing with these with g- general public essentially which then opens the doors for opportunity for someone to then literally be like look what i can do yeah yeah know? and then, and it, and it's that then could then potentially be the next generation of artists that's coming up i must admit there know? was a couple of times last night with eric stevenson sitting opposite me i wanted to pitch a comic book idea and i thought this is not the time no. um which is a great shame but i will never regret that but i'll, I'll go and hunt him down on facebook and sort <laughs> of make friends with him that way. but no you're right i mean look you, you mentioned chris ryle from idw but you know eric stevenson from image I mean, my goodness me, these two people in the same town yeah. and giving advice and all these other artists giving advice, absolutely spectacular, it really is. And, and to, to be able to keep it all free as well um, for the majority of the events, I think it's, a, you know, yeah. again, it just shows the hard work behind it and, and putting Shrewsbury on the map in the comic book community. Mm. Yeah, it's been great. And, and a, a, lot, a lot of, at the end of the day, it comes down to confidence and somebody who might be the you know, again, it's been said before that, like, you know, um, I think it was, Jum- yeah, Jamali Maddox that said, you know, he says, in the world, you've got hundreds of the best in anything, you know, best scientists, best sportsmen, mm. best best comedians, artists, you know, whatever. But they, they never did it because they never tried, you know? Yeah. And never had the confidence to try. Whereas a, a setup like this, you know, just showing a quick picture to someone who's who's been there and done it and they're the, you know, the best in their field, mm. you know, um, and so they're going, yeah, it's good. That, oh right, okay. Yeah. Go on, start doing some yeah. more, like you know, and that can literally be the first initial spark that then. Certainly, and I certainly saw it in some of the more child-orientated panels. Yeah. The Sarah Grayley one, three kids, and of course the last question was, how do I do this on social? Which social media I'm on? The great thing is these kids already were on social media, yeah. so their question was, okay, I'm on Instagram. Where else should I be? And of course, Sarah's a young enough creator who started at the age of 19 and then said she was drawing comics at the age of 12. That's a great role model. The Beano, exactly the same thing. The Beano has thrown me off my axis because yesterday we were were wandering around and I popped my head through the window there at the door and all you could see was just reams of people waiting to go into the Beano talk. Kids holding their annuals and their comic books ready to get them signed. And it's just like... I didn't realise the Beano was so... I mean, I remember going and buying the Beano when I was a kid. It was like a tradition for me. But to see that still alive and it's still doing well is hugely It's quite amazing, isn't it? And I yeah. think... I've, I've been to a couple of Beano panels because obviously they celebrated eight years last year. And it's always that. And the irony is it's full of kids, but it's always the dads that ask yeah. the question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, you know, th- that memory of going into that talk and, and being yeah. in that environment is going to be with those kids for the rest of their lives. And I know Nigel you know. Parkinson, the guy who was running the whole show, really. I know there were other great artists there and creators, but he's got a certain thing about him and he's a great ringleader. And again, he's a great ambassador for the Beano. He seems to be the Beano writ large. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, you know, if you speak to people like John Wagner and, and Robbie Morrison and people like that, they'll say, like, I got, my, I got my inspiration from the comics I read as a child. And you hear it time and time again. So seeing all those kids and that's Beano man that's that's you know that's Beano that's dandy that's yeah yeah. and I'm I'm as amazed as you are that you know these these things actually increase their readership the Beano they are we just spoke to John the the editor now he's saying those sales are booming like you know so 
hats off to them because yeah. in a day and age where we've got tablets and devices and Xboxes and social medias and things like that, people still going out and buying the Beano. Yeah, How that's good. That, you know? Eighty years on, I might add. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like, so. Although- what, what's that? I was going to say they made more for effort about Superman's 80th birthday last year, unfortunately. I mean, we did have a lot of celebration of the Beano, but it's interesting how the Beano and Superman were both created in the same year. Yeah. Oh, we were talking about the, the, um, the British Dennis the Menace and the American Dennis yeah. the Menace and how they, they happened on the same year, just coincidentally. Yeah, they didn't and even know and, about each and, other. And yeah. they were saying in the panel they had to drop the Menace bit, yeah. Dennis the Menace, for all. I hadn't even noticed that. Um, I thought it was more to do with sort of being PC and sort of we don't want him to be as cruel as he wants was. Well, yeah. that's interesting because, I mean, I'm aware of the American Dennis the Menace, but he's nowhere near as iconic as our no. Dennis the Menace. Yeah. No. Those black and white stripes, black and red stripes. Yeah. It's just, I remember there was a kid wearing a black and red yeah. striped jersey <laughs> yesterday. I just wanted to take a, a, hu- a moment to say like a huge thank you to everybody that's organised this, to Shane, um, to Charlie Adlard, uh, to Jay McKenzie, um, and to Lynette as well, yeah. Adlard, you know, all, everybody that's just been, and, and Sarah Prince as well, she's been um, pretty instrumental through all this. Um, to, and John Wagner as well. You know, having this calibre of artists that live just around here is just going to attract the talent that we've got. Chip Kid, you know, got Chip Kid here, you know, uh, and Frank Quietly. Like, it's it's pretty astounding to have this sort of event happening in Shrewsbury. Oh, right? I agree. I mean, I was shocked when uh, Shane did a, a con a few years back um, in the park. How many creators actually live locally? Yeah. yeah, it's just a yeah. real hot pot. I can't believe it. I, I was quite shocked because I forget his name now. The GoJetters guy, uh, Phil Davis. Phil yeah. Davis. So Phil Davis was like, you know, he was, I was just chatting to him out in the courtyard, and I didn't really think that he was an artist at all. I thought he was just one of the one of the organisers, you know. And we got chatting, and we we're talking about another artist actually, and how because there was a couple of guys looking at a portfolio at, yeah. on a bench. And we were like, oh, you don't get that very often. We were like, yeah, yeah, cool. And, I, and we got chatting. And he goes, yeah, yeah. He says, you know, I, I write for uh, for GoJetters on CBBS and done all this other work. I was like, what? <laughs> we got him on the podcast. I, w- I won't say where where it is, obviously. He's local. But basically, he lives 30 seconds away from where I grew up. Wow. And I was like, are you kidding me? Wow. <laughs> Literally just down the road. Like He knew exactly where my parents' house was when I described it to him. He goes, oh, yeah, yeah, I know where that is. I was it like, is bizarre. What? <laughs> and these little chance means that. I mean, I was in a pub, which I usually am. It was around right about <laughs> Christmas on. time. And what Nostalgian Comics, now called Worlds Apart, did in Birmingham every Christmas, they got the community together in a local pub, got them pizzas. And I was sitting there chatting away. There's this guy in a sort of really grotty little jumper, Christmas stuff all around him. Um, he goes out, and I'm just chatting away. Turned out it was Mark Farmer, the legendary Inca. And he was just down to earth and, and a real great guy. Yeah. He lives in Birmingham, always has done. It's quite amazing. And Birmingham, again, is quite a hot pot yeah, of, yeah. Um, of, of creativity and, and talent as well. Yeah, not I mean, just in comic books. I mean, music, yeah. you know, actors, you know. Yeah, yeah. everything, man. We got, the, we got, well, we did have, anyway, the, um, the late um, Peter Postlethwaite who lives in Bishop's Castle, just literally half an hour away. Right. And uh, my dad was fishing on a fishing port once, and this Land Rover pulled up behind him, and out the window, he was like, how are you getting on? Dad's like, oh, not bad, a bit quiet, you know, and didn't really take didn't much take notice. Didn't take the door go, and he sort of, as my dad sort of turned around and looked, and he, co- he comes out and sits next to my dad. And he was like, all right, and dad's like... <laughs> I've heard, you know what, I've got, a mate of mine was at a wedding, and Peter Postlethwaite was there in Cheshire, 
And Peter Postlethwaite was the nicest man. Yeah. Started making everyone cheese on toast. At the end of <laughs> How good is that? I'd always remember that story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just it's just crazy. And when actually, because I didn't realise he was so local. When I actually got no, talking to my wouldn't. cousin who lives out that way, she was like, "Oh, yeah, I went to school with the son." I was like, "Whoa, what?" <laughs> That's nuts, this is it? crazy, like, what the hell? It's crazy. Let's talk a bit about you and, and what you're, you're doing at the moment with the panels and the interviews and things, because I, I, I'm quite in awe of you, and I feel like I could learn a lot from you, right? And you, you're, just, you're, just like, oh. you're a good speaker, man. Yeah. You're a very good speaker. You're a good speaker, but I, I feel like you can go into from panel to panel to panel and just keep going. How do you do that? How do you keep your engine running and just, just be interesting? Because that's what you've got to be. Yeah, it's, it, I, it's obviously the enthusiasm for the love of the comics. When I first started doing it, I put a lot of effort into researching the panels, and I did for Hellboy today because it's 25 years. But what I've learned more and more is it's just easier going in there with a very brief idea of where it's going. You're not the star, they are. And as long as you're asking the right questions, the conversation will flow. And certainly, I don't know whether it's by coincidence or by design, I get a lot of Sunday panels. So in Portsmouth, where I was at the beginning of May, I had a lot of Sunday panels. And of course, everyone's a bit hungover. There seems to be a bit more looseness to the conversation. There is today. There definitely is today, I feel And I think it, as you know. do it more and more, Alex, and of course you'll come back next year and do more panels, when you get to see these people a second and third time, you're no longer intimidated. You know the ones who will talk and yeah. you know the ones who might need a little bit of encouraging. But don't forget, my background in teaching, I think, helps a lot. Yeah, and yeah. as you know now, I do like talking. <laughs> <laughs> Apart from Charlie Adlard, I don't know what it is. We keep saying this on the show that I don't know what it is about Charlie Adlard, but I turn into a, a shy little 16-year-old girl yeah, when I'm around does. him. Yeah, she does. I, I, I don't know yeah. what it is about... Like, I think I'm just... I, I'm a bit, still a bit starstruck by him. He's been to my house. We've done into He's at my house, like you know. Well, maybe that'll fade though, because I first time I met and Charlie Adlard was him and Bob Layton, legendary Iron Man artist, and this was at Shane's Ice in Birmingham a few years back. They were the first two people I ever interviewed, and I did the stupidest question for Charlie Adlard: "What's your favourite zombie film?" And to be fair, and he rolled his eyes and he said, "Oh, you're not going to ask me that one, really, are you?" And he was very helpful yeah. in sort of guiding me through that, yeah, yeah. Um, and that was quite wonderful. So yeah, it'll, it'll go with in it, and I can understand why you would be sort of in awe of someone who who cranks out The Walking Dead. Yeah, and he's a bit of a local celebrity. And he's like as well. in my kitchen at the time. As well, <laughs> you know. and it's funny because Tom, my co-host, is on. He's like, it's it's an understatement to say he's an X Files fan. He loves the X Files, and of course, Charlie did the X Files. He did. Tom was nearly in tears. He's on the internet. He's in America. He's on the screen. He's like. He's choking up, and it was his line to say something, and we kind of. Sp- and Charlie was like, "Come on, guys, t- ask me questions." And I was like, "Okay, okay. Uh, what's your favourite colour? I don't know. I don't know what I said, but it's uh, it's definitely a learning curve." And I think it was actually Charlie that helped me realise that you know these these people like the, the exactly, down to earth people exactly, as well, yeah. like you were saying, like, yeah. you know. And it's, it's I'm really honoured to be part of this, and I'm happy to bring my team with me as well because they've been fantastic, you know. And, uh, thank well, you. you've worked your, your, your backside off all weekend, the two of you, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, we've been all over social <laughs> yeah. media. And Jody as well, you know, and Adam. Adam is... He's, he's, Bless him, yeah. We tried to get him on the podcast like, last night, but he's very shy. He's kind of like, yeah. Hello. He's a good yeah. photographer, that's why we're yeah, that's and he's got, he doesn't he, yeah. said, he's, he did say so he would jump on, but like he lives behind the camera. He goes, that's where that's where fair my bit is. And I was like, fair enough. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, so I will be seeing I'm I'm going to Ice in Birmingham um, in August, August. And I'm weekend, gonna try and get yeah. to Telford as well to the Wales Comic Con. 
yeah, I might do that one. I know the funny thing is I went to art college in Wrexham and yet I've never been to any of the Wrexham shows. And I do know they have a number of co- comic book artists They get there. some amazing guests. Yeah, so. but they, they do send, tend to promote more the actors than the comic book creators. Yeah. But with it being in Telford, I think maybe I'll probably go to that one. Yeah, we're going to see, we see each other at all time anyway. Oh, there's MCM as well, isn't yeah. there, in November? Yes, there is. <laughs> I'm going to try. We will get to that one. Um, but, um, you know, thank you for all your support because you have been really supportive to me like since we yeah, we met thank coincidentally you, thank you. you know and um what else have we got on today you've got any more panels to do that's it i've done all four panels i think from now on it's going back and saying hello to people like i said hello to last night um it's catching up with people getting a bite to eat go for and a pint going for a pint or two or three <laughs> or then, ten or yeah well <laughs> i've come on the train for a reason i'm, I'm actually going to go to bed when i finish this because I, I don't play i've uh, i've got a podcast at three o'clock in the morning i'm appearing on some other show and so i've got to go and get some sleep i don't stop man i got an interview in the morning no it's at two o'clock at the flax mill as well so i'm just non-stop like. well, I mean, well that's the way to be if you enjoy yeah, it the yeah. energy keeps you going doesn't well, it? this is this is more it's more for shrewsbury than anything like i do this to help the town you know so and it's a passion of mine so it kind of goes hand in hand really i enjoy it you know but you know thanks for thanks Thank for you. sitting with you us definitely you know? look the part put it that way i love that jacket the spider-man blazer I bought it especially I for cons jacket. so i'm appreciating the, where, the where did you get it where did you get it from? i got it online funnily enough last year at london film and comic con there were a load of people wearing sort of star wars jackets and i went online it's a company called i don't know o- o- opera suits <laughs> and they and i saw this spider-man one and i, and I just thought i just wanted something as well as my big voice and moustache, <laughs> to make me stand out from all the panellists. And, and I bought it online. It got its first showing in Portsmouth and its sh- second showing today. That's so, amazing. yeah, I appreciate it. it. It's appreciate brilliant. It. I might actually have to see if I can get one. Yeah, I think for, for the listeners, by the way, Oddie is sat in front of me right now with a suit jacket that's literally Spider-Man. <laughs> it is bright red with a web all over it, with a with a spider on the chest. It is amazing. You're absolutely, absolutely amazing. killing it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Ollie, for joining us. Thank Cheers, you. Go. Cheers.